Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. When your offering fails, is your mission still intact? Like, can you still do what you set out to do through a different offering? I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The show Silicon Valley is on HBO right now, and I actually never saw it because it reminds me of my own story. And it was kind of triggering, to be honest. But I I should say HBO, it's on Hulu, and I've been watching Hulu. And so I started watching it. And it's kind of, it's interesting re-embracing your past when you're ready to kind of let it unfold the way it's supposed to unfold rather than holding on to the narrative, like for me, the narrative is like, why did things go that way? Or what did I do wrong? Or just like a negative narrative and being able to kind of like take a step back, say it happened and then truly learn from the experience. I don't know. It sounds quirky, but this show Silicon Valley for me is kind of like taking me back down memory lane and having me like re-explore everything that I went through in my journey and then how I want it to apply to me in a positive way today. <laughs> anyway, hope that touched some like helpful note for you. Enjoy the next episode. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting LA Tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest who built an incredible space in the Fairfax area for women to share their stories through podcasting. So excited to welcome Lauren. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am just, I'm so elated to have you, especially because you are in the podcast space too. But before we get into that, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. I am an interior designer turned product manager for a real estate technology company turned podcasting entrepreneur. And my company, it just launched end of February, is called The Wave Podcasting. Our mission is to help women tell their unique stories through podcasting and help them develop confidence in speaking and using their authentic voice really to to share their perspectives with the world. We do that 
through a variety of things. One of those is is studio space. That's our primary offering. But obviously, that is not in use right now. So we also provide digital online educational resources and, of course, community and support because we know that learning happens through our peers and we're going to get into, you know, what that experience is like launching your company in February and then just by mid-March, everything needing to change and what that journey is like. But before we do, tell us more, like what inspired you to create Wave? How did you go from real estate tech to wanting to get into the podcasting world? It's actually a very personal story, but it's one that I've become really comfortable telling because I think it is so important to do the things that really come from a place of of vulnerability. And that's really where this this company launch came from. I've always had entrepreneurial dreams and ideas, but I recently, like two years ago, sat down and said, if I'm going to start a company, it needs to be one I'm really passionate about. It needs to be putting some good into the world. And so I had to look at myself and say, "What, what do I think the world needs more of? Or what can I really go on a journey to to provide. And the thing that came back was something to help women with public speaking fear. And that came from... Interesting. Yeah. That came from me developing in my adult life after a fairly traumatic public speaking event, just almost a phobia of of speaking and, and public speaking specifically. I had gone from someone who loved speaking, was in theater, was on the sales team and had this very routine sales call and went in and kind of hyperventilated in the middle of a, of a presentation. And for the first time realized that speaking can be a scary, vulnerable experience. And it traumatized me. I had to leave sales. I had to start from the beginning of my public speaking journey. And what I realized in that process was you lose so much influence when you don't speak up, when you don't raise your hand. I had stopped volunteering to do conferences or speaking on behalf of of the real estate company I worked for. And those opportunities, other people were raising their hand. They were passing me by. It's not like my career was staying neutral. I was, it was actually hurting me. And I had started this podcast and just felt like at home speaking to friends, but really felt like I was cultivating good skills through podcasting. And so my feeling was, if I can help women gain more confidence to speak up by providing them a safe space to podcast, then I think more women would be raising their hands for opportunities in the workplace, more opportunities in their lives, and really just cultivating better communication skills, but with podcasting as that safe medium to do that. And I'm still, to be honest, I'm still on this journey of like regaining my confidence, but it feels a lot better because I feel like I'm on the journey with a lot of other people to go on that. So that was the source of it. It was a desire to create a company that is based in something real. And that realness was that I feel like I was at a hard place with public speaking and that there's probably a lot of other women. I mean, 75% of the population is afraid of public speaking. So there was a lot of other women who could benefit from that journey. So you were working for a real estate tech company in New York, and then you made your way over to Los Angeles. And now you've set up your podcasting studio in, is it Hollywood area? South Hollywood. South Hollywood. Fairfax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What brought you to LA from New York? I think I'm like a lot of other New Yorkers I've talked to who are now in Los Angeles, who moved to Los Angeles 
because it just seems so much better than New York in terms of lifestyle. New York is like that kind of like an abusive lover almost. It's like you love it, but it doesn't love you back. It's too hard to live there. And after 10 years of grinding and giving it all I got, I really felt like I wanted to live in a place that cared a little bit more about balance and cared a little bit more about lifestyle. And we got here and it totally lived up. I know some people have different feelings about different parts of the country, but I am absolutely thriving in Los Angeles. I feel like I'm a better business person and a better human and partner and friend because the city is just so good for you. It, it, helps me find all the balance that I didn't have living in New York. And what would you say is different from the New York startup and tech community to the Los Angeles startup tech community? Have you noticed any noticeable differences? I have. I don't know that I would say this is a trend, but I have observed it, which is that in New York, there's a little bit more, I felt a little bit more competitiveness between people in in the industry. And I find in Los Angeles a lot more tendency towards collaboration. And just even in the, the same industry, a real willingness to work together and kind of going past those barriers of, is my client your client? And are we really competing for the same revenue dollars? I think there's a lot of benefit to companies finding ways to collaborate and learn from each other that is advantageous to both and and really pushes everybody further. In New York, it really felt like it's almost like they were New York kind of felt insecure about not being Silicon Valley. So it felt like it had to be kind of like show people who's boss. In Los Angeles, the community is so small that everybody just kind of wants to help each other cultivate success here. And that feels really good. It's interesting being that, you know, I have a Los Angeles based podcast. I hear that a lot, the word collaboration with the L.A. tech community. And that's something I'm really proud of. It's it's the reason why I created We Are L.A. Tech. The whole basis of it is collaboration. So it's really refreshing to hear it yet again from you. Um, you have a podcast, too. Tell us about your podcast. I do have a podcast. It's a very indulgent one. It's not like smart or intelligent at all. It's called Book Wine Club. We pair books with wine and then we talk about them while drinking wine. And it's very fun. I love it. (laughs) And I read a lot of books and I drink a lot of wine. So uh, those are a couple of my favorite things besides uh, interiors. I want to jump into, because I, I think this is just going to be such a, a powerful conversation for everybody. So you started your company a podcast space to empower women to come in and share their stories via podcasting. You invested your whole heart and soul and your interior design magic into this. It launches in February 2020. And as we all know, globally, by mid-March, there's been a shift in really we all need to stay inside our houses. So now what do we do? Where is your head gone? How have you been processing this situation for yourself? Well, it's made me question my my business prowess. I mean, it's made me think about there's so many people who will tell you that real estate is such a great investment. I don't own my own space, to be clear, but just real estate in general is such a great investment. Everybody has to exist in space. Everybody has to work in space. And this has really turned that concept on its head. So it has changed for me, like the entire, my concept of what 
the sector and the entire industry of real estate, the stability of it, because it's always been that thing like, if you want to invest in something, buy your own home and it's so solid, you know, all these things. It's like, well, maybe, maybe it's not as solid as we once thought, especially because so much of business now is about efficiency, right? Optimization. How many people can we churn through this space? How many workers can we fit into an office so that, you know, we're paying the least amount per person? And that kind of mentality of optimizing space, I think is really failed or or been shown for what it is, which is kind of a scammy scam in some ways. But it hasn't changed for me what space does for people, which is create a certain mood, create in a certain environment, 100%. cultivate certain activities. So I don't, I know that it'll come back. I know that the studio space will thrive in the future, but it has made me think less about how many people can I get through this studio and more about how can I create just a really beautiful, comfortable, cozy is the word I keep using. I'm really obsessed with like coziness. How do I cultivate that and make sure that everybody comes through this space knows that? I think another thing that I've been thinking a lot about is when your offering fails, when the offering of space fails, is your mission still intact? Like the mission of your company and can you still do what you set out to do through a different offering? And luckily, I feel really happy because I feel like the mission of the wave is intact. It's to help women tell stories. You don't have to come to our space to do that. That's just how we wanted to help you do that. But you can record from home. And so, of course, we're we're pivoting to say, well, the mission is the same. Let's still get more women getting comfortable and confident through speaking, but let's help them do that at home. So it's been easy for us to pivot. And I'm so glad we took so much of the early days of our company when we were building it to sit down and say, let's not rush into selling something or, or renting our space out. Let's get the foundations, right? I think that is, um, that's been a test that we've succeeded at. And I'm proud of that. A hundred percent. I mean, in my business, I run an offline event series and we are LA tech interviews that I do are done in studio in Los Angeles. Luckily, thanks to Squadcast, we're making this remote recording happen. So I, I feel confident in the high quality audio, but it's an entirely different experience to connect with someone remotely than it is in person. And I think you hit it spot on is how do I deliver on my why no matter what the situation, it just may look different than I thought it would look. And it doesn't mean elements should disappear forever. But how do I transform accordingly as things transform around me? I I love that. I love that you brought it back to your why and your purpose. It's not about the space. It's about why the space was created in the first place. Exactly. You, You said it perfectly. And tell us about the wave podcasting space. I know all of Los Angeles, all of California, all of the world is kind of on hold and we're all holed up in our houses at the moment. But when we go back and we resume life, whatever life is going to be, and we're able to use our spaces outside of our our homes again, what can we expect from wave? What have you put together? You're in the Fairfax area. Um, Do people have to like book with you outside? What can you tell us about utilizing the space? Absolutely. So we built a space just for women to come in and record. It's not because we don't like men. It's because women oftentimes need more help and more confidence in developing their speaking skills. And that's something that we want to help cultivate. That's kind of the primary mission of the wave. So we built a studio space that can be rented. You book time online starting in 30 minute increments 
you come in and it's great for someone who might be thinking about starting a podcast, but has really gotten lost in the minutia. What mic should I buy? What, what's the best software to use? It's really a place where you can come just start. Don't worry about those things. We're going to take care of all the technology and really try and teach you and help you along the way beyond just having great equipment and and software and hardware for people to use. The space itself is really optimized to make people feel cozy, comfortable and put in a position where they can speak their best, tell their best story. We've done that by offering things like food and beverage. You can buy alcohol in our space. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of studios don't allow that, but (laughs) we think that if, if a glass of wine makes you more comfortable and helps you do what you do a little bit better, then we're, we're going to offer that. We have free chapstick. We have all kinds of, you know, beauty amenities. You have dry hands. We've got beautiful lotion. We have face mist. We also have things like CBD gummies and CBD products. Uh, Yeah. There's a lot of evidence that CBD helps specifically with speaking anxiety. So we're open to trying anything that's going to make people comfortable. We have blankets. If you don't like the temperature, all of these things are really just meant to help the women who come into our space gain some confidence and honestly not think about speaking. Just think about the story they want to tell. So that's that's what we're doing here at The Wave. And we can't wait to get people into the space once, once things are calmed down a little bit. Yeah. When we're on the other side of this, I would love if we could do a follow-up interview in your space so I can experience yes, its glory. I am excited. I think it sounds absolutely incredible. I think the tech community here totally needs it. Podcasting is thriving. It's definitely not one of the industries that has taken a hit. It is It is one of the industries growing at an astronomical rate. It's incredible. And I know so many of you want to create podcasts for your brand. And if you're a in tech in the community, this would be a perfect opportunity for you to have a space that really matches the vibe and the creativity that you're going for. I'm so glad, Lauren, that you created it. And I can't wait to see what's to come. What are some like last words, somebody that's moving to LA for the first time, what would you suggest? What would you have done differently when you moved to LA and you were kind of getting your bearings? What resources would you suggest they look into to kind of start to make decisions of the kind of lifestyle they want to develop here? I would start with, I've found a great way to meet people and build community is through health and wellness, like very stereotypically, right? But through wellness type activities, because there's one thing that is universal about all of us. You might be in this industry or that industry, know about these things. We've all got a little body vessel that we got to take care of so it can take care of us. So Whatever your thing is, if it's yoga, if it's dance, I, I personally love love a little choreographed uh, exercise moment, running, whatever it is, go out and join either like class pass. That's what I use. So I can go to a lot of different places, go to a place where people are physically moving. I have been amazed at the people in New York. You would go to a, a studio like a boutique fitness studio No one even looks in your direction when you come in, (laughs) let alone says anything to you. The community here is so vibrant. And after you've worked out, go ask this person what they're all about. Ask it. Maybe it's your next client. Maybe it's those endorphins are are good for you no matter what. And you might be able to, to find your friend next door. I will say 
I love the culture of less happy hour at bars as a way of like networking and more activities like hiking and walking around and being in the outdoors. Take your meetings outside and go explore the city. Everybody says the city is not walkable. In my opinion, it just depends on how long you want to walk. So get outside, get into that sunshine, get that vitamin D and, and take some of your networking conversations and meetings on the go. I I know we're at a a compromised time right now, and I don't want to minimize that really, but Los Angeles has something that other cities don't, and that is a lot of sunshine. So my advice is take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, it's a great point that you brought up. We did another interview and she mentioned the same thing that she utilized ClassPass to check out different neighborhoods all over LA to see which one she'd want to live in to see which studio is right for her. ClassPass seems to be a really great introductory way to get to know the city. You guys know that we have the We Are LA Tech Experience Club and that will be back going like after we're on the other side of this whole thing. And so we have activities all over Los Angeles from hiking to clay pigeon shooting to escape rooms, to skydiving. It's just so much fun. And so um, there is opportunity and magic around every corner. We just have to open our eyes to it. I know that sounds so cheesy, but there is. (laughs) It's a time for cheesy. We all need a little cheesy in our life right now. And what are some LA tech people or companies you've come across lately who've really caught your attention? There's one gal who I admire a lot. I find myself just coming back to her website and her Instagram account Her name is legally Puno Puno. First name Puno, last name Puno. I swear to God, (laughs) she changed her. I I figure I heard this story recently in a in a conference she did. She legally changed her her name to Puno, her first name, because everybody was already calling her by her last name, and she didn't want to be another Jennifer. Her her original name was Jennifer, so she goes by Puno now, and she's kind of built what I think of as such an enviable community of creators and freelancers in in Los Angeles. She's based downtown, but her team is is all over the city. The tech that she creates is she originally was working in video game technology. She was a UI designer in, in video games and then broke out and started doing website design, but really emphasizing having a very balanced life and making tech. And, and doing what you love. She's since then gone out and built this, this fantastic little application called People Map. It's basically a tool to help you understand your community and your audience through Instagram. It's very niche. It's for nice. like digital marketing type people, yeah. but it serves that purpose within that industry perfectly. And then she's also built this amazing community called I Love Creatives. It's a it's basically an ad or job posting site where you are a creative, you have a profile, people post for different creative needs they have and they connect the the two together. But she does everything she does in such an authentic way that is just you even her name it's like everything about her is just her. It doesn't look like anybody else. And she thinks of technology less as a a structure that you have to follow and do something the right way. She loves to be playful and experimental. She has this huge Instagram just where she makes custom outfits for her cat and puts them like puts <laughs> the cat into like all these different photo shoots. It's awesome. amazing. She she's just figured out how to make the internet and technology work for her. And people flock to her 
because she is so herself. And so I, I always find myself kind of thinking, what would Puno do when, when doing this thing? Because it reminds <laughs> me to, to remain authentic all the time. Thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast, Lauren. Definitely be sure to check out the space. Where can people connect with you to find out more about the studio and to book time? Of course. You can book time and and find more of our digital resources that we've cultivated during quarantine times on our website. That's The Wave Podcasting, spelt as you think it's spelt. And then you can also reach out to us directly. Right now, this is a, a period of time where we really just want to support people. So if you have questions, you're, you're ruminating on, on some thoughts around podcasting, do not be shy, please. Reach out to, to me directly, either through my personal Instagram, which is Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, Popish, P-O-P-I-S-H, or through The Waves Instagram, which I also manage and, and will respond to you on. That's The Wave Podcasting at The Wave Podcasting on Instagram. Awesome. To connect and collaborate with more incredible people all across Los Angeles tech, remember to go to the We Are LA Tech Facebook group at wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This is Lauren Popish, and I'm the founder of The Wave Podcasting, a company dedicated to helping women tell their unique stories through podcasting. And we're based in Fairfax. You're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.